1: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and today we're going to unveil the number two of our elite top ten supplements for brain-boosting cognitive health. And this is a lovely product that is derived from the periwinkle plant and is readily bioavailable and crosses the blood brain barrier and there is preliminary evidence to suggest that this product can counteract neural inflammation and improve reaction time working memory and attention what is it may you ask you are, you're, what is it what is it i got to know i got to know it is called vinpostatine now vinpositine is absorbed when taken through oral ingestion or when applied topically Interestingly, venpocetine appears to accumulate in particular brain regions, specifically the thalamus, the central relay for motor and sensory coordination, also involved in the regulation of alertness and sleep. The basal ganglia, which is a group of structures linked to the thalamus involved in coordinating motor function, the butamen, and the visual cortex. Venpocetine appears to have multiple molecular pathways with which it interacts. However, the most significant, appear to be its effect on cyclic nucleotide metabolism and subsequent vascular relaxation. Zimpostine has been shown to inhibit calcium-dependent phosphodiesterase enzymes, which are involved in producing cyclic GMP, which is a a a molecule that regulates blood vessel tone or stiffness. Now, the effects on attention and working at memory. In a study, understandably, a small study, of 12 healthy female volunteers, 40 milligrams have been post improved memory using the Sternberg technique. The Sternberg test involves the presentation of a list of items to memorize, followed by a memory maintenance period during which these items must be kept in memory. Though the number of subjects here is small and the finding is unreplicated, this evidence suggests there might be an improvement in working memory and attention with the administration of venpocetine. Another study of 24 healthy volunteers investigated uh, found that ginkgo biloba and venpocetine taken together significantly decreased reaction times for a working memory task after the combination was consumed for 14 days. So that's taking 40 milligrams of ginkgo biloba and 10 milligrams of venpocetine. The accumulation of impostine in motor portions of the brain suggests that this reaction time increases, may be a result of enhanced motor function. Now here's how you take it. Impostine is taken in the daily dosage range of 15 to 60 milligrams, divided into three daily doses with meals. The standard low dose is 5 milligrams at each of these three meals, with 20 milligrams at each meal being seen as the higher end of efficacy. These doses are taken for the purposes of neuroprotection, enhancing cerebral blood flow for acute enhanced cognitive performance, and for reducing the rate of cognitive decline. Now let's see. Let's see some other effects of let's see, for dementia patients, several clinical trials have tested postine as a treatment for dementia, reporting small, inconsistent benefits. But a Cochrane review of three randomized controlled double-blind clinical trials concluded that it might benefit patients with mild to moderate dementia, but they're not sure. Safety, vimpocetine has been used extensively as a supplement and prescription drug, yet very little scientific research has tracked its effects on people. In small clinical trials, a short-term daily dosage of Vimpostine from 5 to 60 milligrams was well tolerated. Binpositine should be avoided by patients using blood thinning medications because it decreases platelet aggregation, so it acts as a blood thinner. So if you're already taking a blood thinner, how about you try to figure out if you can take binpositine instead of the blood thinner because blood thinners are all chemicals and always have bad side effects, or even better, just drink more water because that is an amazing blood thinner uh because of the blood thinning effects finpostine is not recommended for anyone with hemophilia heart problems or a hypertensive crisis and pregnant women should avoid it because of the lack of the evidence safety wise okay let's see it's a very pretty purple flower periwinkle plant um it is used in japan russia and some european countries to treat cerebrovascular disorders but it is not approved as a pharmaceutical In the United States, because it's not a pharmaceutical, it is a supplement. Now, let's see what what, uh, PubMed has to say. Let's see. Although used in human treatment for over 20 years, it has not been proven by any regulatory body for the treatment of cognitive impairment, basic science. Studies have been used to claim a variety of potentially important effects in the brain. However, despite these many proposed mechanisms and targets, the relevance of this basic science to clinical studies is unclear. Once again, because it is a non-pharmaceutical, they're not going, all these studies are not, they're not going to try to make sure that it is a good thing because they're not going to waste money on it because they're not going to make money from a supplement. So they always want to kind of, poo-poo these more holistic approaches. Um, let's see, there's some more studies, all identified studies that were performed before the 90s and use various terms and criteria for cognitive decline and dementia. The three studies included in the, view, in the review <clears throat> involved a total of 583 people with dementia treated with venpocetine or placebo. The reports of these studies did not make possible any differentiation of effects. <coughs> Excuse me. For degenerative or vascular dementia, the results show benefit associated with treatment with Fimpocetine 30 milligrams a day and 60 milligrams a day compared to placebo. But the patients treated for six months or more was small. Um, let's see. So, yes, benpositine is a very good option for especially in with when taken with ginkgo biloba in boosting your cognitive function and slowing cognitive decline. Now, Dr. Bredesen in his book, The End of Alzheimer's, talks about different supplements and, and he goes into a variety of items from um. Let's see, omega 3s, um, Ginkgo biloba, Bacopa monieri, uh Cola, Lion's Mane. He has a lot of interesting things that he recommends, and we're going to talk about some of those in this top 10 list. Um, and it's fascinating information because he is a big supporter of don't. Um, Don't just focus on a pill or a supplement. Those are just kind of additional things that you want to do. He is a very strong supporter of addressing all the particular causes that could be leading to your cognitive decline or dementia or Alzheimer's. He believes there's over 45 different causes. And some of them are viral and that's going to be, I guarantee you I'm, I'm predicting it right now. They're going to come out with an Alzheimer's vaccine any day now and act like it's the solution to everything. And they're going to say, Oh, we've been trying to, you know, focus on the symptoms and this, this, and this, but uh, cold laser is another really great therapy to help unravel some of that towel protein that gets all tangled up in there in the brain. So cold laser is good. Um, He talks about being in a mild state of ketosis when your ketone levels are between 0.5 and 4. And he recommends measuring that with a blood uh, ketone meter, not the urine strips or the breathalyzer thing, because it's much more accurate when you do the blood itself. And I personally have done that, and it's not as bad as it sounds. As long as you don't stick yourself right on the fingertip, just kind of off to the side of your fingertip, that way you don't have quite so many nerve endings, so it doesn't hurt quite so much. And also, you want to milk your finger, which is just kind of pulling down towards your fingertip. That gets more blood into the fingertip as well. The myoketosis is important. Drinking more water is also extremely important. Getting enough sleep is very important. And we're going to talk about sleep in our master class. Um, we, we do have a master class. You can uh, join that or join the wait list for our next one. It is, uh, the link is in the description of this podcast, as well as a link to Vimposatine that you can get. It's a very good, strong, quality supplement. And everybody's different, so you never know. It's not going to be one thing that, that fixes everybody. And so you, you need to kind of do some self-experimentation, see, you know, what supplements work best for you. Your body chemistry might react better to some supplements the hyperazine A from last time or maybe the inositol, or maybe one of the other ones on this list, this top 10 list of cognitive boosters. So you just kind of have to experiment around and see what works best for you. Getting into a mild state of ketosis is important. Fasting for at least 12 hours from the time that you eat dinner or finish eating dinner till the time you eat breakfast the next day is very important. If you do have the APOE4 genetic marker for Alzheimer's, then you should increase that to 16 hours or more. Um, Also, you want to make sure that you don't eat anything three hours before you go to bed. So if you're going to go to bed at 10 o'clock, stop eating at 7. And that is very important. So the fasting is important. Mild ketosis is is important Um, avocados are unbelievable and so full of wonderful fats that are great for brain function. And the reason that you want those good fats is because as we age, our brain can't break down glucose as easily as it, it does when we're younger. And especially if we've been eating the American diet where you've got all these processed carbs, these complex carbs, rice, white potatoes, sugar, and, we, and we eat so much sugar anyway, it just makes everybody pre-diabetic or type 2 diabetic. And these are all things that you can change simply with diet, and it's just a matter of sticking to a diet. And trust me, you're going to be so happy on this, this KetoFlex 12-3 diet that Dr. Bredesen recommends, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in, in another podcast. But it is literally something that will change your whole perspective on life. You'll be like, what the heck? I, I'm looking like I did back when I was in high school because the excess weight will just fall away and you'll have unbelievable amounts of energy and you won't have those big spikes where you're like, I'm super hyper and oh my gosh, now I'm super tired and I'm super hyper and I'm super tired because what happened, that's a big blood sugar spike in the insulin and blood sugar fighting that fighting it out and, and it's just not, not a good situation. Stress is also a bad thing when it comes to cognitive function. So if you're trying to biohack yourself into better cognitive health then try not to stress about it too much there's several ways to deal with stress from deep breathing meditation drinking more water once again is really important journaling is extremely helpful get you a, a notebook that you write down your thoughts of what happened that day what you have to do the next day kind of helps calm an overactive mind which is good for stress and it also helps you to sleep better because you're not going to be sitting there thinking about oh don't forget to do this don't forget to do that and and that kind of thing. So make sure that you're doing all of these things and doing everything you can to help optimize your brain function. And one of the ways also is there's a long list of different labs that Dr. Bredesen recommends. And um, we have discussed those labs in the brain builders masterclass. And as I said, there's actually a link to join the waitlist. list uh, it's, we're full right now. And we're about almost halfway through the class. It's a six week class We have it every um, Friday at six Pacific time, and such a great group of people. I'm telling you, I just are going through so many stressful things, and we're going to have. We've been working with Cambridge Brain Sciences on their cognitive assessments. We've been. um, We're also going to have a former professional um, sports psychologist, a behavioral psychologist, come on the show and kind of explain how the dynamics work when you have a caregiver and a spouse or a family member and, and how different strategies for kind of dealing with that. Um, hopefully that will be coming up in the next few weeks, but uh, there is a link to join the waitlist for the next time we offer the class. You can just click that in the description of the podcast as well. I am uh, very thankful that you have um, listened in on this episode. I hope you find the post teen information interesting And stay tuned tomorrow for number three on the top 10 elite cognitive boosting supplements out there. Have a phenomenal, phenomenal day.
0: It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver?